Hi, I'm Earl. I'll be your server this evening. I'll give you folks some time to look the menu over. Just a reminder, all the entrees come with your choice of super salad, side vegetable, and a small bowl of cold hard cash. When you shop with Retail Me Not, you find money everywhere. Coupons, deals, cash back on everything, like electronics, travel, clothing, and restaurants. At your favorite places like Best Buy, Macy's, and Kohl's. It's kind of a big deal. Visit the site or get the app. Retail Me Not, yours for the saving. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. And I'm so happy to be here with you, wonderful people. Uh, we have yet again, this is our episode number 92. So we're getting close to that uh, number 100. So I'm, yeah, so it's it's hard to believe after, you know, doing this show, it, so, as long as we have that we're getting that close but uh it's pretty cool uh i'm gonna first start off by introducing my lovely co-host she's an author she's a poet she is an all-around wonderful person it is the lovely the beautiful the talented shannon how you doing hi good evening ladies and gentlemen yes you, you, you always got you always have a smile on your face you always seem happy you seem like you just love life yeah, I already told you. I said it is such an easier task to smile than to frown. Mm. That's what my dentist used to say. He said there are more uh, muscles required to frown than there are to smile. Mm. Oh. Well, I'm glad that you're here, and I'm glad that you are smiling. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right. So we have a a, a wonderful panel, and if you guys want to participate, uh, you can do so. The uh, The number is... Uh, the number is 323-825-3863. Once again, that's 323-825-3863. Also, um, please make sure that you follow us on Twitter at Mars Venus Show. And then you can go to Facebook and like our page. It's facebook.com forward slash Mars Venus Podcast. And we also have a, a Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups Mars Venus Podcast. So make sure that you uh, join in the fun. All right. So let's inter let's introduce our uh, our panel. Um, we always start off with the ladies. So ladies, uh, first. ladies first. That's right. So uh, this young lady, I had to, the pleasure of meeting her back in the Blab days, and she was always just this wonderful ray of light and. We finally, we're going to get her on our program. It is the wonderful Narcissa. So how are you doing tonight? I'm great. How's everyone doing? Oh, great. Good. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name, as you said, is Narcissa. And I go by Narcissa Mora. I'm a beauty and fashion blogger located here in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, let's see, I also style. I'm a dancer from birth. I've been dancing for life. I also do, um, I have my Zumba cert, so I do that. I prefer Afro beats, so that's my thing. And I also, as well, model on the side by day. I work for the school system. I'm a teacher, and I like to have fun, keep life active. Um, I'm just adventurous. I'm ready for adventure. All right. So you are a dancer by trade, right? 
By birth, yeah. I, I grew up dancing and I've gone to some like different dance classes, but not like professionally. I just naturally a dancer. I, I am not a, a very good dancer, so I'm looking for an instructor. So, so uh, it. Uh, we, there's another lady that comes on the show named Tashi, and we always say that she's going to be my my instructor. So, uh, but now I have two instructors. Look at so, that! <laughs> charge extra. Charge extra. <laughs> oh wow, that's funny. Well, I'm I'm so glad that you were here uh, on the show, and uh, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what you uh, you know talk, how you uh, add on to the discussion tonight. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. All right, our next guess uh this is her first time on the show as well it's miss madam how are you doing miss madam i'm doing great how are you how's everybody excellent excellent that's good now tell everybody a little bit about yourself as well um i am an artist manager i currently have i am also a full-time student i'm currently working on my bachelor's in entertainment business i am certified in media communications single mom um got my hands on a lot of different projects i also do acting i've been acting since 11 so that's one of my first passions but i've kind of incorporated other things you know other skills so um acting has taken a back seat but i'm trying to get back into it so you know entertainment industry is my thing so i'm really heavy into any aspect of entertainment whether that be you know music theater arts um, and I'm currently trying to work on um, building my own platform for independent artists called Beneath the Concrete. So it's going to highlight artists in all genres of entertainment. I'm starting first with music, and then I'm going to branch out to other genres of entertainment. All right. All right. So, you know, uh, me and Shannon are both looking for our record deals. So maybe you're the person <laughs> to help us navigate them waters. And I can dance. <laughs> I have look I'm always looking for new artists um, so I'm still building on the platform it's kind of dormant because I have so much going on with school um, and I'm trying to basically build up some networking co- connections is why actually we kind of ran into each other because I'm you know I'm always on, on Facebook and seeing what they do what they're into and just trying to like kind of weed out the nonsense and kind of you know weave in some positive you know, energy, some networking, some beneficial, so we can kind of build and, you know, unite and, you know, support each other. So I'm happy to be here and I'm excited to have these discussions with you. I'm a little nervous. Like, we well, don't know what we're going to be talking about, but I'm <laughs> no, no, you'll be, you'll be fine. We, we don't bite. At least I don't bite. I don't know about Shannon. Okay, Shannon might bite. <laughs> I'll take your word for it if that's what you say. You know, we'll see. And and before we get to the the fellas, uh, um, if you are listening on the YouTube uh, page, please make sure that we know that you are with us by uh, leaving us a, a comment in the section. Oh, we will definitely, uh, if you have a question or a statement, we will read it on air. So just say something, let us know, and we will acknowledge you throughout the the show. So. The the next uh, person on the show, uh, he's no stranger to this program. Oh, I see Jacqueline, Jacqueline Smith in there in the chat room. Hey, what's up? Uh, he's no stranger to this podcast. Uh, he was on, I think, about a month ago uh, when we did a show on stereotypes. This brother, you know, once again, I, I met him during the Blab days. Blab was this website that you could do video um, 
you know, video chats and whatnot. And uh, this this fella, he has had a wonderful program with uh, Miss Stephanie Goldston called the Forty Two Percent about uh, black women who were uh, why why was there forty two percent of black women not married? And uh, so this guy, um, you know, a big admirer of his work. Glad, always glad to have him on. It's the one and only Brooklyn. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, it's good to be on. It's always a pleasure. Um, you know, I have a background in being a dating coach, being a matchmaker. Um, you know, uh, my my <coughs> day job, so to speak. I've been in aerospace for a long time. Um, you know, electronics, avionics. What my main gig is uh, is working on Marine One, keeping the president's um, helicopters in the air. That has been, you know, a great honor. Um, and it was a lot, it, it was it was fun for a long time. It's still fun, um, regardless of who is inside. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's great to be here. It's great to talk to you guys. Great to meet you ladies. Nice meeting you too. Pleasure, uh, golf. This is going to be a doozy. <laughs> and uh, one correction: I said uh, leave comments in the comment section. No, there's a chat that's off to the right, so uh, leave it in the chat, not the comment section. And then that's how we can acknowledge you. So it's in the chat to the right. It says uh, say something to the right. All right. So this this brother, he's been on the show since the very beginning, uh, almost a hundred episodes later. Uh, or ago, it's the one and only Finn. How you doing, Finn? Hey, what's going on, Kente? How you doing? How you doing, ladies? Hello. Now, now, Finn is a uh, is a DJ. Um, he does a lot of other things as well. He has a, uh, a internet radio station as well. So, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Um, my name is Finn. Finn, good night. Uh, during the day, I work for the Detroit Police Department in the crime scene unit, so I see a lot of mess with that. Um, single, of course. Um, as Kente said, I have a radio station, internet radio station, uglyradio.com. Um, I DJ as well. I've done a few uh, shows with Kente for a while, so um, really great to be back. Congratulations to your 100th episode, or forthcoming 100th episode. What's up to Olaf? I see him in the chat. What's going on? Um, another than that, I think my uh, introduction is a lot shorter than the rest of you guys, so... <laughs> I do dance when I'm drinking, though. I can say that. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And then when we do do that 100th episode, I'm going to try to uh, try to get everybody from the beginning as well as people who contributed o- overall. To, we're going to have a big blowout for that one as well. So, But thank you so much for uh, always participating, and I always love what you have to bring. Yeah, I really missed last week. A, a work came up last week, so I wasn't able to make it, obviously. Yeah, we missed you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. All right. And uh, real quick, I want to give a shout out to Imani in the chat room. Uh, hey, Imani. Yes, everybody knows I love Imani to death. She is a wonderful admin of one of my uh, writer writing groups. Uh, big shout out to her. She's a Ur- Urban Bush sister in the That's chat room. Right. And then also Jay Francis or Jen who is uh, my co-host on many shows. She's in Hawaii. Uh, big shout out to her. And of course, Olaf, who was mentioned as well. Um, so Olaf, I don't know. Uh, he's. I think he's listening on the website, but 
let me give him a link so he could check out the video as well. Alright, so alright, so let's get to our topic. Our topic tonight is single and looking. And uh so what we're gonna be talking about essentially is when you are single and you have a desire to get into a relationship and also take that relationship to the quote unquote next level. And while I when I first put this uh put this out, I had a lot of discussion with people about the word single. <laughs> Which seems kind of funny that you would think that that is something that is uh, universal, but apparently to some people it is not. So I had to, you know, anytime when I want to know what a, what a word means, I go to that wonderful source that is always never wrong, uh, the Urban Dictionary. And in the Urban Dictionary, the definition of single is when you are currently not in a relationship with a significant other. Now, I would agree with that definition. That seems pretty, pretty obvious. See, we already see. I haven't even had this discussion with her because I wanted to, to have this on there. But apparently other people don't see single as not being in a relationship. Some people say single means I'm just not married. So you're single until you're married. Right. Amen. So. Amen. Uh, so my question, my question is, what is your definition of single before we get into it? Because I think it's uh, interesting to hear what people say. So I'm gonna start off with you, Shannon, since you were chomping. Oh, I totally believe that you are single until you're married. Now, yeah, people can be in committed relationships, but they can also wake up one day and say, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. So yeah, single until you're married. Um, that's my answer. You have a... So you're saying that you have a wedding date of November 1st and tonight I do you think tonight you're single you're getting married on November 1st tonight you're single what I you said you picked I out said the cake what <laughs> what's that I said what I said okay <laughs> just cuz you gave a scenario now you could be engaged, you engaged, but you not married. But so you have what? a commitment though. I mean, if you establish yeah, a commitment. How many people keep that commitment? Okay, that's a whole different story. That's a whole other episode. That's cheating. That's no, episode 96. We that's coming up in this episode. So that's not a whole different episode. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Let me let me I'm just I'm just it just sounds that just sounds um let, all right, let me ask you, let me ask this question to the panel. Okay, so you are dating someone, you you are in a committed relationship with this person. So you've agreed, you both agreed we're boyfriend and girlfriend and we're not going to sleep with other people. And then you hear that when your mate was asked by someone publicly were they single and they refer to themselves as not single, would you be offended by that? They refer to themselves as not single or single. That I'm sorry, they refer to themselves as single. I'll let somebody else answer that. No, player. <laughs> I mean, there's different. There's levels to this. Okay, Wait, thank you. No, no, thank no, no, you. Thank you. There are levels to this. Okay, let me let me just say so, for myself. 
before okay. I get crucified and nailed to the cross, that is not what Jesus died yeah, for. Yeah, you know, we gotta, I gotta come save you because they're trying to, you know, come in on you, and I ain't about to let that happen. Not at all. But, not at all. <laughs> no, just just say just say I said what I said like you did five minutes. Ago. No, let me just say this: if I did say what I said, and I'm still gonna stick with that, but Doesn't I don't usually like don't share my personal uh, status with anybody anyway. That's not for you. If it changes, it changes. So, okay. um. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm I'm gonna stick to it. This whole hour, I said what I said. Oh, I'm I'm committed to it. Okay, but I, I hear you with that. But okay, me and you dating, and we established we're we're, we're monogamous. Me, this is Finn. I'm saying if we're dating, we're stepping with monogamous. Oh, I'm gonna tell everybody you my man. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point though. But according to you, I'm not really though. I'm not somebody else finer comes along. Or, I mean, you some, don't know. Somebody with a better beard. That's not with a the better point beard. That somebody with a beard? Yes, Jesus, you know my story. She already noticed the beard. I game. said a better beard. I said a better beard. Oh well, I mean, let's see what you got. We might have to evaluate this. <laughs> no, Brooklyn got me beat. I was going to turn my camera on. I saw Brooklyn. I'm done now. <laughs> he saw Brooklyn. She was like, "Still want to look? Let me pin my hair up. Y'all got me hot in here." But <laughs> can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Oh yes, do like. I feel like whatever you represent in your, this is my opinion, what you represent in your dating life, like the habits that you carry in your dating life, will also roll over into your married life. I So this is like the first time in all the public world, like you, I, I was like, well, my status is on me, post being married, because I was married. Mm-hmm. So I am, I am a divorcee, whatever. So. I think that what you display in your relationship, if you're saying, if the statement is I'm single, I'm single, and you're in a committed relationship, then when you're married, that whole mindset of I'm single, I'm single will still be there because what changes from being single to married is only a paper, but what really continues is what you have in your heart. So that commitment that you have in your heart, to me, will hold stronger than Although people say it's just a paper, it's more than a paper because I am a woman of faith. I believe it is a covenant. But there are some people who marry who marry and don't believe the covenant. You know? Mm-hmm. So, however, I feel like I, if I'm dating someone, I'm not single. That's just me. I'm in a relationship. I'm in a committed relationship because I want to respect that relationship like as if I was married. Hmm. No. And then what happens when y'all don't get married? Well, then we don't get married. I, I still leave that relationship with the fact that I know that I respected it. And I didn't, you know, go out and not, not that I'm saying it's what you're saying would be a disrespect, but my mindset would be that, okay, it didn't work out, you know? So, so be it. Just like with my marriage, you know, it didn't work out. But at the end of the day, I know for a fact that I respected my marriage and I did what I needed to do in that marriage to hold myself. I, I, I think it's, it's shady, though. If you... If you're in a relationship and then someone asks you, hey, are you single? And they go, yeah, I'm single. And if you said, okay, if you want to use the term single, meaning I'm not married, then wouldn't you say, if you're not trying to be shady, I'm single, but I am in a committed relationship? I like that. That's the and term I use. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's absolutely nothing wrong. And I wasn't saying it based on that because your question, the original question was, what do you what do you think single is? Right. Not what hated people when they ask you. People, I must have that face because people don't ask me a whole lot of questions. 
And that's the <laughs> levels. There's levels to this. You know, you, you, you single and then you single single. So you know you got you single when you know you just you might oh, go, you might be mark. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got a lot of players on the panel. Oh no 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 no. That's why this is called single and looking. Look, because you dating Joe and you dating Mark, don't mean you sleeping with him. You know what I'm saying? Dating, dating is no one. But based on what based on what Shannon said, she might have a dude in the room right now waiting on her, but she's still single. I'm just saying. Let me let me move back. Let me move back. Okay, this is okay. This this is an example. If me and Brooklyn are messing around, like right, and we not in a relationship, but we messing around, like he's single, but he not single single. You know what I'm saying? Like you single, but nigga, you ain't all the way single because we together, like kinda. Well, I think <laughs> I think it's an agreement between the two parties. You know, you establish what you're doing. Are we okay, dating? Are we committed or whatever? You know. Once I give you my vagina, we're together. What? Okay, okay fair enough. Fair enough. First of all, all you single. You're single, yeah. You're single. You're you can talk to other women, yeah, of course, because we haven't had that commitment. Because see, to me. A man seeks a woman. You're, you know what I'm saying? Women don't seek men. I don't come for you. You come for me. You know what I'm saying? If I if I give you my vagina, nigga, you mine. Well, you're not single, you're hold not on. I'm writing this down. Look, I you know need to take saying? notes, too. That means that if I give you my vagina, vagina, you have a commitment to my vagina. Your penis and my vagina so are committed together. Carved her vagina off her body and gave it to you. Take I, notes. I like you that. I, there's nothing wrong with so, detachable vagina. So there's levels to this. There's levels to this. You feel what I'm saying? You just can't, you know, be chilling with me and then going over Alice's house and chilling with Alice and, and putting your penis in Alice too. No, you know what I'm saying? Well, there still has to be a discussion, though. It has to be a discussion. It has to be an agreement. Place before I give you my vagina, because we're gonna have an understanding before I give you my vagina what we're doing. Because I'm not just gonna be glad with everybody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We but remember, have, you're not all the way single. Remember that. That's have, mine. That sounds like a situation shift to me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We have a couple yeah. of uh, statements in the in the audience. Uh, Imani says, "My mindset is to walk away from those tricky situations. How long should people give uh, folk to work it out?" Um, and also. Uh, uh, Jen says, uh, oh, I think she's talking about, she says no one night stands. So I guess she's talking about the whole, you gave your vagina. Once I give you my vagina, you know, that thing. We're together because I'm going to tell yes, you why. Thank you. Because women are not set up for the friends with benefits. We're not set up like what that. What do you mean? We're not set up. <laughs> we're, not, we're not. We're not set up like that. Not for yourself. No, I believe it because we catch feelings because we're emotional creatures. Us women. We are. Yeah, period. We built like that. That's that's our nature. We're emotional. Yeah, we, we can sleep with a guy continuously for quite some time and not be in our feelings, but eventually we're gonna be in our feelings. That's when it gets complicated. But some of y'all have half a Y chromosome, so that takes away from it. <laughs> I think that society has so much said that women have so much of the emotion that we underplay underplay that the fact that men have emotions too, and so just as us. You know, we think that going around and sleeping in these relationships is just a fly by night, but men get attached as well. Men catch feelings, men do all these things. And I think they do too. They, yeah, men do, but men have, men are not as emotional as we are. They're, they, the, them sleeping it, with 
multiple women is not the same as us sleeping with multiple men. Like the the mental concept is not the same. There's a there's a there's a, there's a balance between that. There are some men that are, and there are some men, and there are some women that are, and there are some women that aren't. But I want to honor the question that was asked because Amani asked the question. She asked, "How do you avoid situations like that?" Is that what she asked? Uh, she okay. said, um, "She says that she, she. Oh yeah. So how long should should people give folk to work it out? I guess that means like to decide if you're. I think it's an individual answer. I think. Um, I mean, and this is kind of like we're going. Um, I don't know if we're going backwards, but we're going in kind of a path from our last segment um, about courting. I think that's individual. I think every person." who gets with someone else or who introduces themselves to someone else, they need to have conversations, conversations of what they're both looking for, find out if they're looking for the same things. And some people have fantasy vision and they see something and hear something different than what the person said. So sometimes you can't help those people. So I'm not even going to speak to them because I'm not one of them, but be real about what you want and understand that if that person doesn't, show you what you're looking for you gotta let it go like move on you do not have to hold on to somebody just for the sake of having somebody like you be your best self and present that and then let somebody come along presenting their best self and y'all work that thing out or walk away and say I'm so glad we could be friends yeah. in spite of the fact that it didn't work I think I only you will know when you're ready to end it or when you're ready to move on from a situation. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, your friends can't help you with that one. No. Yeah. For sure. They can't the guests. But they can. They can't give you wise advice and they can't give you wise counsel, but it's up for you to begin to take that wise counsel and either proceed or continue to be in that relationship that and, and and that's why I say that, you know, you got to be careful, we as women. I mean, even myself, I'm an emotional person. You know what I'm saying? I don't get myself involved with a man too heavily unless I know what we're doing before yeah. I like with you because I know how I am. Once I give you my vagina, you're my, <laughs> like, we're together. <laughs> like, I mean, we gonna be talking about this all night. We are together, like so. I mean, you know, you need to think about that before you put your penis in there because it's powerful. First of all, you know what I'm saying. You're gonna love it. I know I'm gonna love it. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Hilarious. It's just, it's just that. I mean, you know, it's just that. So it's dangerous. Like, and I don't, I don't play no games. But other than that, you know, you just gotta be careful. You can't put yourself out there. You put you're 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 opening yourself up to a man. You're opening your you're up yourself. People forget that sex is more than, or being in a sexual relationship is more than the actual act. It is a soul tie. Okay, let me ask Brooklyn this question. So, okay, if, if we if we use this this idea of okay, you're not you're single until you're married. So, should that mean that if you're in a relationship, uh, and I know that's not your take. So that does that mean that you should always keep your head on the swivel looking for the next person? Is 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 that what we're getting from this? Is that well that when we talk about that, that's where the a term that I've been um hearing a lot and researching a lot lately is hypergamy. Hmm. Hypergamy by the dictionary definition is um a woman's propensity to marry 
you know, I mean, and, and it, this goes far back, like from the beginning of time, mm -hmm. yep. a, a woman wants to marry a guy who is above her current social station. You know, like she's from a family of millionaires. She wants to marry a billionaire, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. She is the pretty young secretary in an episode of Mad Men. Mm -hmm. She wants to marry one of the partners, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, she wants to marry Don Draper or something. So that's the way it's always been. The way hypergamy, as it's defined in 2018, now with their, their bunch of, with the internet comes um, sm so many subcultures, right? Like they have now the, the guys that they call, I think you're familiar, Kente. These guys are called the... Um, MGTOWs, men going their own way. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm I'm not down with those guys because those guys believe that they should not <laughs> talk to women anymore. They're taking themselves out of the dating pool and, you know, in a lot of ways out of the gene pool and out of everything else um, because they, they feel like women are duplicitous. Here's the thing. I think it's just a, I think that and hypergamy for these guys is the fact that they think that a woman will always try to um, upgrade constantly, no matter what. Even in a happy marriage, there's you know if there's an the opportunity to get a a richer or better looking or a taller guy, they they feel like women are going to jump to that. Now, better beard. Um, <laughs> better beard. What? what? <laughs> he said better beard. Um. <laughs> Then let it go, sweetie. You know you the first choice. <laughs> so, I mean, so to me, it's, that's an, I think that men and women need to understand each other more, right? If you, if you are loving the person as hard as you can and you found somebody that you're good with, then that's going to be enough. You know, um, it, it, Every relationship, many relationships don't work out. You know, people get married, they get divorced. People break up for any number of reasons, sometimes not even include, not even being one of the two people in the relationship. Everyone has a family, everyone has friends. Some people have children. Like a lot of stuff breaks up relationships. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's anything, I personally don't think there's anything wrong with hypergamy the original hypergamy where you're like i want to put myself in a better situation the it's 2018 and women are not are still not getting paid what men get paid so if you are even if you are a young a professional woman and you're like well i'm making two hundred thousand dollars as an attorney and and the guy that i'm dating is making three hundred thousand dollars as an attorney you know I think that's acceptable, you know, to, for to build my like. I don't see anything wrong w because women have been built from the beginning to to want a guy. That's that's oh, even the the purpose for the bad boy, right? A man who can protect and provide. It's it's a biological attraction to that guy. You know what I'm saying? This guy can handle himself, and it's something that. Um, women recognize in men and it's something that men recognize in other men 
I was in the Marines, you know what I'm saying? And and before that, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And before that, my entire <laughs> family is Jamaican. I know what a man who can handle himself, I know what that man looks like. That, like, mean, that means uh, Brooklyn. That means Brooklyn has a machete. You know what I'm saying? Brooklyn has not, a machete somewhere. It's not necessarily a size thing. You I'm six four. My older brother is like maybe five eight, five nine. But no one disrespects that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's a it's a force thing. So women are looking for this man. We and women want to find this man. You know, um, there's there's a lot of negativity surrounding the term alpha male, but it's still it works in the animal kingdom and it works in the human kingdom. When you see that man that has that gravitas, it's like, you know what? On any Martin Luther King Boulevard, if I'm with this guy, we walk in, we're walking out. If I'm with this guy. Um, we, we, have a, we have a um, we have we have a question from the uh, it's, uh, I'm sure it's to you, Brooklyn. Um from the chat room. Uh, so what is the male equivalent of a always looking for a hotter, younger woman? A man is only as faithful as his options. Uh, using a, the Chris Rock uh, quote. Hmm. I mean, look, I had, I had a girlfriend and she was super hot. And she would say, she said to me one day, and I wasn't even asking her about it. I don't know why she said it to me. She looked me in the eye and she was like, listen, Bad bitches turn 18 every day. There's always <laughs> going to be some hot, some hotter, younger girl. So I'm going to be the best for you, regardless of what other hot women are out there. And for the time we were together, that was absolutely true. So you can't work, you can't spend your whole life worrying about the other 7 billion people on the planet. Mm. Well, you got to do the thing within, within your sphere. If somebody wants to leave you, they're going to leave you because it's Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can't worry about other people every day like that. Let, let me I don't ask. That's let me ask. It's Sunday. I'm taking my cookie back. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me ask uh, Narcisa uh, this question. Um, yeah. So go, going back to the idea of single and looking, uh, a lot of people are single, perpetually single, have a hard time getting in relationships or finding somebody. Um, I wonder, uh, from your standpoint, what do you think is the main thing that normally holds a person back from finding relationships or finding that person? Um, is it themselves? Is it environment? Is it a combination? What, do you, what, what would you say? I would say it's a combination. Sometimes people have these, ex sometimes we have too high of an expectation of what we want in someone and that we're not willing to, not to necessarily that you have to compromise, but it comes to the fact that I might not find all these things that I want in a guy, but what are the top three? What are the, top two that I'm not going to compromise on, you know, and sometimes it's also your, just, just your demeanor. I feel like a lot of women these days, which I found we are independent. We're black women who are out here starting our own business, starting our own companies, this, that, and the third. And we come with the mindset that, oh, he's got to have his own. He's got to have this amount of sex and that amount of this. Did you have all of that? <laughs> Okay, are, are you at all of that right now? No, but the mindset has, for me, it's a mindset of building and working together and being a team. Okay. You, know what I mean? you, don't come in, you don't come in automatically with all these things. And like, like my fellow brother Brooklyn said, you know, I always remember the fact that my parents, I grew up with both my parents and they instilled in us. We didn't have all this when we got together. We worked on this as a team. Right. We worked on this. 
So there has to be some mindset to say that I'm willing to work, you know, and I'm not going to have this aura of I'm too good for him. I'm too good for him. He ain't got this. He ain't got that. You know, yes, we have our, okay, I'm not going to go for that. Stand by it. But I mean, there's got to be a little, a little flexibility. I will have to say, I, okay, so this is my thing that I'm not necessarily attracted to short guys. And you know what? That's okay. That's my thing. I'm not even that tall, okay? But I love heels. So I need someone that if I'm in heels, he's going to be a little bit taller than me, okay? So am I willing to compromise? All right. With my heels on, if we the same height, we can hit. You know, I'm down for it. You know, so there's something. How tall are you with heels? Oh, probably like five. Eight is. Eight. Girl, everybody can't have a tall man. Some of us got to take it for the team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But, yeah, so, I mean, I think it's a combination. Aura, you know, expectations and just where are you placing yourself? You know, you're not going to find someone going to the same place all the time. You know, my friends are talking about this. If you're not willing to branch out, like, yes, of course, I'm a woman of faith and Preferably, I want to find a guy that's a woman. Of, well, I know that's what I want, a man of faith. But am I going to find him in the church? Okay, no, because most of the men at church are married, okay? They married, they engaged, or they got their own thing going on. So, hey, I like to go out and do active things. So I'm going out. She's out here. I'm going to events. Not necessarily, and this is one thing for me. I don't consider myself a looker. I don't consider myself as I'm open, you know? If I meet someone and we vibe and it naturally connects, then I'm good for it. But I'm not out there like, when what, he at, oh my God. What a, what, a, what a great segue. You didn't even know it. That was a great yes, segue. Narcy, because because uh, uh, I'm going I'm to start off with you, Finn. Um, uh, are you single, right? You're single, single, right? Single, single. Okay, because we gotta, we gotta, uh, you know, make that uh, delineation. Right. I'm single, single. I told you, and you. Oh wait, wait! I forgot, I forgot. But you said you're single anyway. I'm telling the world right now. So, so are Finn is my boo thing. That's your boo thing, okay? Well, you're not single, single, Finn. Okay. Well, you gotta let him know. You gotta tell him he's single at home right now, but he ain't gonna be single. Single. He's a double. He's a double right now. Look, I'm about to start rolling my neck. So, okay, so the 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 question I'm going to ask you is: Do you actively look for uh, for a woman? Like, do you do you go on dating websites? Do you you know ask friends to hook you up? Do you do whatever, or do you just let it come to you? If a relationship happens, you meet somebody at the grocery store, at the Piggly Wiggly, or wherever you might go. Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> yeah, not the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> so, Who are you asking that, Kente? Uh, Finn, are you, do you actively look f- for a girlfriend? Like, you know, whatever way that you might do that. I'm listening. Hey, <laughs> you got quiet. Evaporated Finn? into the cyber world somewhere. Because he weighs me. He's thinking about this answer. He's trying to transition over to single. No, 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 no. No, I said my mic was off, actually. No, I said I'm, I'm more at, on the active approach. I'm kind of like, you know, if I see someone out mm-hmm. and they catch my eye and I get any type of uh, vibe, so to speak, then I might approach them, you know, whatever. But uh, I don't do the hookups or the dating websites. Had too many. 
too much bad experience with the hookups, especially. So, um, yeah, I think I'm more on the active side, you know, Do as, you? if I'm single. Now, if I'm dating someone or in some type of, you know, commitment or whatever or something where I'm trying to see where that goes, then I would tend to shy away from that and stick more to, you know, focusing on what I got in front of me. Do you question? Look, how old are you, fam? I'm 45. Yes, praise Jesus. Do you, and where are you located? I'm in Detroit, Michigan. Do you question? I don't see what Finn looks like. I don't appreciate this. I don't, I don't, I don't have I know Finn. I've seen him on the show before, so. Yeah, and yeah. he must be fine because you drooling. <laughs> not at all, not at all. He's about to reach for some water, all. but all of the people on the show have beautiful hearts. So, are you on the social what? media? Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Okay, what's um, your name? Been on Facebook. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Finn, so Finn, do you do you question uh, if a single dude hooks you up with his friend who is not uh, who you know is looking? Do you question like, okay, if she's so cool, why are you uh, why are you trying to get me to go out with her? Well, it depends too. Um, I, I do have some stereotypes, so to speak. I think if you're 40 or up and you've never been married, then there might be something wrong there. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. That's one of my thing. I, I think that if you if you're 40 plus and you haven't been married, then there there might be some issues. There maybe. You know, I could be wrong. Um, but I tend. But I tend. I tend to. You know, I I fill them out and see what's going on because you know everybody has a different story. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't put anything across for the whole, the whole spectrum. You gotta read them stories before you judge. They call I didn't say- investigate that before you decide that that's what it was going. Well, to that's happen. what I'm saying. I didn't say that it's a, it's an automatic done deal, but but the the light will go off. Like, wait a minute, hold up, <laughs> what? You know, so like, I mean, okay, so I am I wrong? I, it seems like, and you're the expert, Brooklyn. Um, it seems like yes. it, it's more okay for women to admit that they're actively looking. Um, for a partner or a potential partner, whereas it seems like men kind of do it more on the sly. Is that true in your estimation? I mean, it depends. When when someone's coming to a matchmaking agency, obviously, whether they're a man or a woman, they're they're looking and they're ready. Um, I think what I find most of the time, just in the general population, a man is going to be having fun, chilling, and meet an amazing woman and the more he spends time with her the more he realizes that he doesn't even feel like spending time with or calling any of the other women women and although he wasn't looking for an exclusive relationship when he met her it was just another pretty woman he met when she starts being so special to him then he's like nope it's her, it's her, and, and that, that develops into that, as opposed to um, a woman. And you, you can even t- no. tell, like, I'm I'm a man, so I don't know what I don't know what other men put on, you know, their profiles. But women often put on that they're definitely looking for a long-term relationship. And they're upfront about that. And so if you know that, then um, the, the communication is there and everybody knows what each other is, you know, is, is initially looking for. Now, you could be not looking for that, 
but interested in the person and be like interested enough that you're willing to entertain that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But if you're not, if you're like, look, I don't want a girlfriend for the next year. So there's nothing for us to even talk about if 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 that's the direction you're going. Because some people are are, you know, they have their reasons for wanting, you know, people have these these stories that they tell themselves, you know. I want to be married within the next two years. Yeah. I want to have a kid within the next three years. As soon as I get done with school, I want to get married. You know, things like that. Without even that. having the other person. And this is men and women. You don't mm. even have the other person. So let, let me ask let me ask the ladies uh on this panel, um, who, you know, we've all been single at, at different points in our lives. How uh, many how many <laughs> I mean we're born single, right? Uh, how many <laughs> how many ladies on this panel have actively looked to uh, to find someone like online dating, uh, your church club, or uh, homegirl hook me up with somebody, you know, whatever? I I I don't look. I don't look anymore. I just don't. I ain't doing but it right. Looked, but have looked. You don't look anymore. But the have question looked. was have looked. I have looked, but see, look, I'm 37. Have looked. There's certain brackets in my there's certain brackets in my lifetime that don't count. Like my twenties. Yeah, you know. but this this question this question. That wasn't the question, Neil. You fired. Go ahead. <laughs> that was not the question. He said have looked, and I was honest enough to raise both my hands. I mean, I have looked. Yeah, I've been looking at sites since the press end. Yeah. They, You're they, talking they, about erasing sections um, of your past. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to count the twenties because that was a little fucked up. It was a little fucked up. You don't. You don't get the men in you black was? wand. <laughs> I was. I'm. I'm. I'm back. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm better. You okay now. Yeah. I'm okay. We were all in our twenties. I. I have looked. You have. I have once looked in my life, yeah. Okay. And now, what is that experience like? Because uh, to be honest with you, I've never done that before. I've never actively you looked. Never looked. No, I've never. No, I've never. I've never went on a website. Uh, you know, uh, black people meet or uh, whatever. Um, whatever they got, J date. You know, what's the other one? Uh, what's the swipe? I mean, You've you never don't been need on Jewish date.com. <laughs> nah, nah. No, 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 no Jewish. <laughs> to me, it's been really. Y'all, Instagram, the DMs, pop, pop, popping. I mean, so you, that's what I'm saying. Anywhere. You don't, it don't, have to be, it don't have to be blackpeople.meet. It don't have to be myspace.com. It don't have, it could be anywhere. Oh, uh, it could be anywhere. I mean, I, I, I'm very straightforward. Like, if I want something, and I think you sexy. I'm coming for you all day, every day. I like that. Because I'm very, I'm a very outspoken woman. You know what I'm saying? But you know, a lot of guys, like when I've tried to go, they are intimidated by that because I'm so outspoken. You know, but I still think, you know, in my mind, I feel like a man's gonna choose me you know what i'm saying he's gonna choose me because i feel like at a certain level in life we as women we mature faster than men do and men are delayed in actually being ready to be in a committed relationship you know so i don't know where his head is at you know it's a little harder for me as a woman it was to actually pursue a man you know because i really don't you know but 
you know, to, as far as knowing is he serious or does he really want, you know, to do something serious? You know, I can tell you how I feel. Like, you sexy. I want that. And I want to see what's up with you. Let's do this. I think, I, think, <laughs> I think there's a difference between, for me, I think there's a difference between pursuing a man and saying, hey, I'm interested. You know what right. I mean? Because I think letting it be known that I'm interested is one thing, but the pursuit, that's up to him. My thing yeah. is, now I feel like, as I said, post-marriage, I feel like I'm cool with just kicking back, see if something happens. But if I if I find someone that I'm interested in, I'm going to say, hey, I feel like we have something. Let's hang out. And at that point, if he doesn't initiate and say, let's hang out, then this is what my girlfriend and I talked about yesterday. He is a pen pal. Okay, because I don't have time to be texting somebody and wasting my energy if you're not gonna man up and say, "Hey, I would like to take you out." In my head, you're a pen pal. We're not dating. I'm a single black woman in 2018. <laughs> I mean, but you know, it's, it's it, I mean, I feel where you're coming from. You're right. A man does choose. He makes that. He does pursue. But I feel like it, it, it's a balance. Like it goes both ways. I I'll take a man out on a date. I don't mind taking a man out. Well, yeah, I see. I would do that post. I feel like I think I'm still a little old school traditional because my parents come from the you know little West Indians got that in me. So, <laughs> so if if he initiates like let's go on a date, I okay, I'm out blowing my own spot, but I would do this. I would you know be like let me reach from my pocket because you know what I don't want him to think. I guess for me, I don't want him to think that oh I'm just here and I'm expecting him to pay for the date. You know what I mean? So even if he doesn't. Reach for the pocket, say I got it. I would still cover myself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Right. Once, once again, uh, I'm keeping these messages. Uh, the chat is on the right. Uh, it's, you'll see where it says "say something." So if you don't see it, just refresh. Um, it should be there on the right. Sorry about that. Um, okay, there's this there's this uh, term that's used quite a bit, uh, and that's if somebody's thirsty, right? And uh, so. <laughs> I'm always thirsty. <laughs> so my question is, I'm going to ask, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to start off with Shannon. Uh, what is thirsty to you uh, when you see a guy who may be interested? What is the difference between a guy being thirsty, which is a negative connotation, and he's just into you and he wants to pursue you? I want to go after her. Go ahead. I don't, I don't, I don't really follow that norm, that conversation of someone being thirsty. I think it's overused. Um, I agree. And a lot of people get a bad rep for being interested and it's misconstrued. And a lot of people who say that about someone don't really know what courting or dating or intentions of someone else when they're pure look like. So I don't subscribe to thirsty. Mm -hmm. I want to know your heart. I want to know your intentions. I want to know your motivations. And that comes with observation and time spent. So for me, I'm going to pay attention to who you are, how you behave, how you hang around your friends, what you do around people you love that are women, you know, you know, your time management skills, things like that of that nature. Your interest in me is going to be more than words. It's going to have action. It's going to have fruit. It's going to have weight to it. Um, I mean... I always joke I'm thirsty all the time because I always have water or something or whatever. And probably right now I have five cups of something. Yeah. So I'm always thirsty by definition. Um, but I don't I don't believe in that. I think that people 
sometimes they see what they want in their mind and they go all in and everybody's presentation looks different. That doesn't make someone bad because that's their presentation. Some people, that's just how they present. And I mean, you got to give them props for even trying. Being vulnerable enough to understand that you might get rejected, that's some serious stuff. Yeah, we have to stop shaming people for that. Exactly. You're shaming people because they tried to get with someone that they liked. Man, that, listen. You can't, you can't do that. That's, I love that's a woman totally that, that, that'll approach me. I love a woman. That's that's exactly. all. You get extra points for that. I, I'm getting <laughs> short, man. Don't yeah, worry that about was, it. Yeah, that was great. That, that, um, that almost made up for all of that crazy single <laughs> stuff you're talking about. <laughs> Don't be rude. Look, I I'm gonna just let it go. We'll talk offline, people, because y'all just dogging the system. I think the thir- the term thirsty has really been exercised with the younger generation, be- and that's their lack of knowing what it means for a man to pursue a woman. The whole you know method of men actually seeking women and going out their way to you know to take them out on dates, court them, show them that they're interested, and I feel like that's that's a lack of of young mothers. The women, the women have gotten younger and younger and younger, having children, and they don't instill that old school, you know, like let a man pursue you, you know what I'm saying? Let him, you know, come for you, or you know, it, there's nothing wrong with a man wanting to, you know, think you're interested or being, you know. Now there's a borderline of being to me thirsty is stalking, like you got to be stalking me, like you know I'm not interested in you just coming after me and you keep inboxing me or calling me or coming to my house now that's thirsty to me if no, i'm rejecting you that's what i was gonna say i was gonna stalking say. and stalking and that's just yeah. coming from my uh work thirsty and stalking are together they go together thirsty okay. is just just you don't understand no or, or lack of interest exactly. that's all exactly. it is that's all it is period so that's you know but I, I think it's just a lack of this generation understanding what courtmanship means what it means for a man to pursue a woman and Knowing what it's like, you know, oh, he's thirsty, you know, and it's ignorant, it's stupid. Don't you think, though, with uh, social media, it kind of turns people into stalkers? I mean, you have all your business out there for the world to see. Every time you go somewhere, do something, sit on the toilet, eat a sandwich, drink out of your chai tea. Yeah. It is Mm -hmm. so easy to stalk, I guess, now because people we check in everywhere we go we you know we put it out there we send pictures of our locations we not have tactical i would say i i experienced a low-key stalker moment through the social media um mm. i as a blogger you know obviously i update my blog and i post on my instagram feed etc so one individual reached out to me um in regards to doing the zumba class However, I knew from the jump, just because that wasn't the only time they contacted me, that there was some interest there. Now, so have you be it, um, he was known through another friend, so I'm like, okay. Long story short, I spoke to this gentleman on the phone twice, two times. The second time, um, he stated to me that I need to let him know when I got home, and et cetera, et cetera, right? And so I did not. And I proceeded to get a text message at 5.30 in the morning in capitals. I know we are not in a relationship, but I did ask you to let me know when you got home and you did not. And I was like, LOL, I got home. I'm good. You know? Oh, well, let me let you know this. You can't do that, though. 
block on all the social medias, okay? Because I don't have time for that. We're not going to be stalking. We're not going to be stalkerish. And that's like what you're saying. There's a thin line between someone showing their interest and there's a thin line between someone not understanding that, okay, it takes time to get to that place for me to say, I want to let you know what I'm doing, where I'm going. Listen, I talk to you twice on the phone. You acting like a stalker. <laughs> he has no boundaries. No. Exactly. No. That's what See? that is. He had no boundaries. No. And y'all probably hadn't no- talked to each other enough to establish those boundaries. He was too early in the game. Exactly. Uh, that's totally exactly. different. Um, I wouldn't necessarily consider that stalkers, but you put an ownership on something that is not yours. Yeah. So you're fine. Stalker, thirsty. That's what it looks like to me. So I mean, at the end of the day, that's. Like- wow. What you saying, Brooklyn? I want to hear what you got to say. I was going I'm to say you, that that's not, that's not even um, that's not even thirsty because thirsty is, are we going to go on a date? Can we go when when I'm gonna see you? When I'm gonna see you? When I'm gonna see you? That's a next level. That is like someone you are not in a relationship with demanding yeah. that because even if you you could literally be you can be in a long term relationship and you don't live together. Yeah. and you fall asleep or whatever, or you came back home tired and you didn't text a person and they should be, you're, you're an adult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to talk to someone twice yeah. and um, as our friend said, not hand him your vagina. <laughs> and, you know, even if you had, it, it, that doesn't give someone the right to do that. That behavior is, um, that's do, that's psychopathic to me. Yeah. Like, do, you, do you think that most? That's not even a that's not even a boundary thing because you don't you don't treat people you don't scold people for being an adult like it's it's a courtesy. If you are if you are with someone or even if you're friends, you want to know that your homegirl got home from the party Absolutely. after you, you know Absolutely. you dropped her off or whatever, and you're like, hey, you didn't even text me to let me know you got home okay, but. This is not that. Like, yeah. I don't even know but you. She said, but the way she's saying that he said it was, he said it like, listen, you're going to get, you gonna, I'm going to hurt you. You know better. He did some Mike Turner type shit. And Brooklyn is absolutely right. He's psychotic. But it started with his boundaries. His boundaries were off. He tried to put low jack on your vagina. That's <laughs> <laughs> he sure wasn't getting it, even if he tried. Okay. Do you do you do you think that uh, most most uh, stalkers actually know they're stalkers? Like, do crazy people know they're crazy, or is it that's just who they are, and they totally think they must think it's normal, right? Some of them do. Some of them do because you got to look at narcissistic people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it right there. They're like, of course I should act this way. This is normal behavior. No, it's a controlling thing. Mm -hmm. He thought he was going to control because what it probably worked out at some time in the past. He said something like that. And the woman said, okay, I'm sorry. I'll make sure to do it next time. And then she did it. So that behavior is reinforced at some point. Yeah. I mean, I think that, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that narcissist people don't in- initially start off like that because a narcissist, they're very, they come off condescending, they come off like, you know, very low key. Like, I'm not trying to control you, but in the, in the low key, they really are. And so a narcissist, they don't I, don't, I wouldn't consider that a narcissist. I would consider that someone who likes, like, um, say your name, Tremaine, if I said it right. Uh, yeah. Miss Madam. Okay. Miss Madam. Like, it doesn't matter. Okay. 
Oh. Like said, you know, it's not knowing your boundaries and it's going over, you know, it's going over those things. And I just think that people need to understand healthy boundaries and also understand where you are in this relationship, you know, or where are you? Like, are you in this place to have that ability to say, hey, let me know when you got home. Do we have that? No, you don't have nothing. You're not even you're not even established anything yet. But being being with being being a victim of domestic violence and being with men, men that are controlling, um, and I've you know, I have experienced this with men. Is when they're really like that, they do things to test you. Oh, that was test. Like um, you know, Brooklyn said he was trying to see what he can do with you. So he was trying to see how obedient you were. He so he's testing limits. Yeah. So if he if he if you did call him and contact him, you know, oh, okay, she did what I told her to do. Let me see what else I can do. And eventually that would have been a pattern. If you would have allowed it to happen, it would have been a pattern of him getting more and more aggressive with you and trying to control you. And then he would have tried to see, you know, some of them are a lot stronger than others. Some of them are a lot smoother. You know, you got your brothers that'll do everything that they, that, you know, you want, you know, and then they boom, all of a sudden they slam you up against wall somewhere, you know, or tell you what you can and cannot do, so. And in all fairness, that goes both ways because men do get abused too. Men do get abused, you know, I hear about men getting abused. I've, I've heard of men being in domestic violence relationships, but they don't speak out as much, so. I work, manage domestic violence shelter, and Are yeah, you talking about they it? don't because they get shunned. They you, don't because people question their masculinity. Um, are you talking about from women? From, are these guys getting abused from women? Both men and women. I mean, mm -hmm. not everyone's in a heterosexual relationship, mm -hmm. but regardless of who their partner is, if a man is getting abused, he shouldn't be shunned or his masculinity shouldn't be in yeah. question because of the abuse that happens to him. Um, when I was in the Marines, I had friends who were getting uh, beat up by their wives and the women okay. were so small that, you know, other men would literally laugh if he tried to tell, but I saw it with my own eyes. Like you get, you get, he gets out the car and you know, um, and he's walking to his house and she runs out the house. The, his boy's outside, we're outside. She runs out the house and this little woman jumps in the air and jumped on his neck and started beating on him. And we're like, it's a shocking thing to see, but it does, but it, I mean, you know, it, I know it's like, have you, you ever seen like a little dog and a and a much bigger oh, dog, it. but Don't the little dog is just oh, super duper aggressive, and the big dog might oh. be a great Dane or something. He's like, "What are you? What are you doing?" But he's like, "If I if I eat this dog, uh, I'm gonna be in trouble." You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, it, it does happen. For some people, that's foreplay, though. So. <laughs> I mean, for you kinky people, some yeah, people but it's foreplay, bizarre but it, to me. It, it, I guess, but I think it's just in general, it's abuse. I mean, if you. Yeah. Abuse Whether is you're a man or a woman, yeah. if somebody punches matter. you in the Absolutely. face and then you have, it, you know, against your will, I mean, whatever you're into is fine. But if somebody punches you in the face against your will and and then you have sex with them later, you still got abused. Yeah. I, I mean, abuse is abuse, whether it's verbal, whether it's physical. It's just a, bizarre to me because, you know, I grew up in a domestic violence home. I was also in a domestic violence relationship continuously. You know, it's the reason why I'm single because I had to the part you know get my life together but it's bizarre to me to know that men actually have suffered this so it's like you know i would never laugh at that because i know how it made me feel 
I would want to know more about like how does that affect the man, you know, because I know what it does to a woman, even yeah. just on experience. Like so for a man, it's like wow, you know, to be, you know, of a, a victim of domestic violence and be beat up, you know, and been and been in fear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody was overpowering over me. Can we make this a, a topic for future yeah, uh, conversation? I know, because we're rolling off a of subject. Definitely. I'm sorry. Let, I just kind of got... No, no, no. And I, want, and I want to honor that because we need to talk about it. Oh, definitely. Um, because it's not it's not something that we talk enough about. And I support the underdog working in the field. I'm always there for the men. They get the raw... raw. It, they just they get jacked up. I mean, not just from the people they're with in relationship. Let's say that they're coming into a shelter. Mm-hmm. Think about all the women that look at them that are also survivors. Well, why is he here? What is, what is he that's here that's for? So he, yeah, our society is not set up to, um, to, to care about And that. now he's getting it in the shelter, and I have to come full circle and be like, you're not the only person here that's a survivor. Like, it does not have, it's not gender specific. And, and make sure you add me to that because I can say so much. I mean, being a victim, I can say so much about that because I mean, that right there, I can tell you from the aspect of a woman who's been beaten, you know, and watched my mother be beaten, and in the history of generations of beating, why uh, why women would look at it that way? You I know? mean, but there's also women that come into the shelter who have been beaten by other women. So it's not we live in a culture. This is 2018 where domestic abuse in the face of domestic abuse although predominantly women are survivors it has evolved and so when people say women and children i'm like no correction men women and children you have to honor every person that is affected by this plight whether they are victims of child abuse or in a intimate partner domestic violence relationship let me uh, i want to i want to ask finn a question um, and then I'm gonna. I want the the rest of the panel to a- answer this. Um, you're a single guy. We've established that. Uh, what are some deal breakers for you when you meet a girl that would just automatically, if this is something in their character or about them, you automatically uh, write them off? Um, for me, I don't like uh, uh, begging. You know, um, you know, if we're, we're dating and you're asking me to pay phone bills or Hello. or help out, you know, two or I have no problem being a man helping my woman, you know, but we are on a second date and you telling me yeah, my phone about to get cut off. Well, I guess I won't be seeing you no more. Hello, <laughs> you know, um, um, not being clean. I'm very uh, meticulous. So. Yeah, if if you are uh, junky or nasty, then that's definitely a deal breaker. Um, I'm taking notes, Finn. Keep talking. <laughs> um, I don't like really. Uh, I hate to use this term. I hate to use it, but something I can think of ratchet. I don't like the whole scene spectacle. You know, if we're in a restaurant and something doesn't go your way, don't make a scene. You know, I'm not. I'm not for all that. I'll leave you. I'll tell you I'm going to the bathroom and I'm out. <laughs> I can't. You got an Uber home, girl. Yeah, I don't. I don't do all that. <laughs> I feel you on that, fan because I never. You know. You know. Even like when I started dating, I had friends that were like actually into ooh, how much money he got, what he got. Like right. I've never been a woman into that. Like I always like to have my own. You know, I don't want you doing nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm very, very independent, and I think that's why I intimidate a lot of men. Is why I'm single because, you know, a lot of guys they get it. You know, I don't be on that. I don't be on what you can do for me or what you got. Wait, are, are, are you single or are you single? Single? Or are you single? 
<laughs> no, the last the last thing no is uh don't start talking about other dudes. You know, it's it's okay casual conversation. Sometimes past relationships will come into a conversation, but I don't want to be your sounding board for what your last ex did to you. Yeah. That, that automatic tells me, yeah, friend zone and I'll be a as, as who was that that said pen pal? I'll be a pen pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we now pen pals because uh I, I'm not I don't wanna be I don't wanna sit up here about all the things your ex did to you. Now the, yes. people people in the in the chat room uh put in your uh your uh deal breakers as well and we'll read them on air. All right, so then I'm gonna go to Miss Madam. What's what's some of your deal breakers? Some of my deal breakers? Mm-hmm. Um a man who just doesn't want any does have not you don't have no goals. You don't want nothing, you don't wanna do nothing, you wanna work. You know what I'm saying? You know, you gotta have some type of you know, ambition about yourself. What are your goals? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm dating you, I'm looking at long term. You know what I'm saying? I'm too old to be dating just to be dating. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I did that in my 20s. You know, so if I put you in my universe, you got to be of some type of positive energy. You got to be doing something. You is, know? Univer- is universe a euphemism for a vagina? I'm just trying to make notes. <laughs> <laughs> This is before the vagina, okay? Okay, okay. I just want to make sure because you said it was oh, all that. You said it was all the world, I so mean, I just want to make sure if you, you know was what I'm Because, you know, there's a lot of things that come with it. You know what I'm saying? My mind, you know what I'm saying? My vagina together are fabulously. Like, I hear you talking, Miss Universe. You know, I mean, I know everybody, you know, puts this holy, you know, water on their vagina, but mine is really holy. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, too much. Too much. <laughs> Uh-huh. We're gonna have a uh, someone join in, in in a moment, but all right. So we're gonna get to you, Shannon, in a second. But Narcisa, what is your some of your deal breakers? Some of my deal breakers are that one, he has to be a man of faith. Two, he has to have um, great integrity, a man of integrity, um, as well as if he's not family oriented. To me, that that's just the thing, and it doesn't have to be in like your blood family. But if you have created a family circle around you, I'm cool with that. So, um, but if he doesn't have any of those, that just that's all an alarm to me. What, so. what if what if he starts going to church because he 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 wants to date you? That's a good question. No, he has to have, be a man of faith. You you can't just start going to church because you want to date me. You no can't. missionary relationships. <laughs> You're, you come into your own walk with the Lord. It has to be based on something that you want to do, and also just. You know, God has the timing in your life. Um, and I'm going to say I wouldn't date someone who just started going to church. No. But, I mean, there has to be that part before. There's nothing wrong with missionary. That's face-to-face. Oh, wait. You didn't mean it that way. My bad. No, I didn't mean it that way. I'm talking about positions. That's for the next show. Save it for later. Um, yeah, I'm talking about I'm not trying to date you and lead you to Christ at the same time. That's what I mean by missionary. We're yes. not trying to do that. Yes. But what I, you know, like for me again, you know, I just I don't think it has to be like, oh, he's got to be a preacher. He's on pulpit and hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. No, be a first lady, Narcissa. I mean, you know, I'm capable, but you know, you know. Did you see the way she posed when she said that? I was though? like, that church is gonna be. But, you know, I'm just saying, it doesn't, he doesn't have to be like a preacher's kid or up in the pulpit, you know what I mean? So that's just for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, about, what about you, Brooklyn? And then we'll, we'll get to uh, Shannon. Brooklyn in the house. I, too, 
um, was married, I too have been divorced. Wow. And everybody has. I kept it very simple afterwards. I, I realized that I needed in a relationship, I needed appreciation mm. and I needed passion. Yes. And so anything of anything outside of those two things you're going to you're going to find out about before you get yourself into a committed relationship um and when you are like a lot of people will tell you for instance that that marriage is just a piece of paper and in a way it is however it's a traumatic thing to get with someone, forsake all others, make a lifelong commitment to that. You see what I'm saying? If Even if you had um, two or 10 relationships before that, when you marry someone and you think this is it and you know, and you and you know that your your grandparents died in their nineties and all of this stuff, and so you think that you're headed there, and that doesn't work. You get a lot more, um, and this is no knock on anyone who has never been married, but you get laser focused on what what's not going to happen to you again. You know, yeah. just the, just the same anything else traumatic, right? Like, you know. You get in a car accident, you make sure you buckle your seatbelt after that. I'll live through that. You know what I'm saying? So for me, that's that's what I came up with. I'm like, I don't want to live four years without passion. Or I don't want to live four years without feeling like I'm appreciated. Yes. So I Amen mean, those that. are the two things important well, to me. Amen Amen that. Because what he said is so is so true. You know what I mean? I, I have a blog post that I haven't wrote yet, but it's called A Thousand Deaths because like you said, people think that a marriage is just a piece of paper, but it's deeper than that. And when you go into such right. when you go into such a, like you said, you have this mindset of like, I'm gonna build a family, I'm gonna build a lifestyle. And then something comes and breaks that and shakes that very thing that you thought was gonna be forever. Like, you're, it's not just a simple, okay, I put that, like, you know, when someone dies, you bury them and that's it, they're dead, no. You relive it in a song. You may relive it in a moment. You may relive it at a place, at a location. It's a thousand deaths. But that doesn't mean that because you relive it, you haven't learned from it. So like what he said, he's learned from those things. And, you know, I'm going to add on the world list. Come on, passion. No, I love it. All right. So be before we do, Shannon, uh, this is from the chat room. Okay. So we have Jen. She, she says men who aren't Chris Hemsworth is her... Uh, uh, deal breaker hilarious uh we also have uh from lyric uh lack of ambition um we also have deal breaker for me is uh lying all the time especially for small stuff uh yeah, can't be the, honest oh yes that's a big, big deal breaker uh, yeah, yeah. no ambitions no goals closed-minded not willing to grow no relationship with god especially if you don't love god it's impossible me uh to love me um and uh let's see uh i lost my place uh deal uh and oh lack of i i keep we keep in this lack of ambition unavailability narcissism and abusiveness 
as well. So a lot of lack of ambition. That's a big one. Uh, not having, not having ambition. What about you, Shannon? What's your deal breakers? All right. I'm gonna get my top five. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with, um, I definitely looking for someone who has a relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, I am going to agree with Brooklyn. Passion is important to me. Um, passion and purpose. Um, especially, um, I'm here for someone who's authentic and vulnerable and is an effective communicator. And I must say, no drugs, no drugs, no drugs. No dr- not even weed. I didn't say medicinal stuff. I just said no drugs. No drugs. No, no medicinal. Uh, medicinal crack is fine. Uh, no drugs. No drugs. <laughs> I don't need you to be smoking, shooting, injecting. Talking about we going on a date tonight? Nah, we ain't going nowhere. We about to check you in a rehab. <laughs> all right, all right. And 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 uh, we have a caller in. This this brother's been a a, um, a uh, frequent contributor to the show. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world, a great entrepreneur. It's the one and only Aaron. How you doing, Aaron? He's muted. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm doing good. Sorry, I'm late. I, I had to take care of some stuff, but I made it. Aaron, you were Duncan. Yeah, on one. He owns that Duncan. Hey <laughs> now. I, I wonder too. Uh, I wonder too because he, you know, he owns it and he, he, you know, he works at it. It's his his place. I wonder if some people go in there and go, "Oh, this brother works at Dunkin' Donuts," not realizing. Well, brother I just owns saw it. the sign, so I knew. It. <laughs> can I have brother. some donuts? What do you say? Yeah, can I have some donuts? Yeah, you want to? I don't think you got a lot left. <laughs> <laughs> so. So we're we're talking about being single and looking. Um, I, are you single? Are you a single guy? Single as hell. <laughs> so uh, the the question for you is um, is uh, uh, what are some of your deal breakers in a potential mate? Deal breakers? Mm-hmm. Uh, no job. No uh, transportation. No passport. If you don't have a passport, I put, I don't want you at all. Well, can they get one, Aaron? I mean, some people ain't there yet. No, if you don't, if you don't have a passport, you have no ability to do the thing that I want, and but I'm not. Can they you. get one? Can they get one? I mean, oh, you should already have one. Like that? You should already have one. Everybody's not there yet. Some people just waiting. See, somebody is looking for you to come along. And they'd be like, well, I'm going to get my passport because that brother is on the top. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I mean, like, I'm not saving you, so I want you to ask before. <laughs> that's, so, that's so small, though, because they don't have a passport. Anything could have prevented them from having a passport. They might not have been able to afford a passport at the not time. Really. I, think that, I, mean, I, I just kind of feel like that. Everything else is happening, but that's just to me. I know tons of people. Who don't passport is fifty dollars. Yeah, I, and I and I agree with you. If you got I shoes have, on your feet. You could have had a passport. Exactly. I know. I, I just think, my in my opinion, I think not having a passport that just one thing out of everything you said. Was, you said that's a deal breaker. Yes, I think it's, I think that, 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 that man's deal breaker. Yeah, that's, yeah. It, that's his. So she can have her job together. She can have her life together. She can have a career. She can have stocks, bonds. Yeah, uh, for bank accounts. She might not have a passport. 
for Well, if you have all those things, why don't you have a passport? Maybe she ain't thought about leaving the country. You know, some people have phobias. Maybe you'll be that man to change her phobia and get it. And get a like I said, if you don't have a passport, then he you ain't gonna change, change her nothing because he's gonna stop talking to her as soon as he finds out she ain't got no passport. Oh, you ain't got no passport? Get that. People like, but you can get some it. of these donuts, though. You gotta pay for them now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you have to, oh, oh, you have to pay for them. You did. I'm know. just messing with you, Aaron. I'm giving you a hard time. Speaking of little dogs. Yeah, I see. I see. Um, now, now, who has children on Is this that panel? Is that a chihuahua? Yes, he's a mini chihuahua. Oh. There's such a thing as a mini chihuahua? Aren't they all mini? Right. <laughs> no, he's a small one. He's bite size. I didn't know there was a smaller version of the smallest dog in America. I had oh, a... that's hilarious. Yeah. He's but... a cute dog, though. His name is Chico. All right, so... Um... Who has kids on this panel? I do. I have kids. Okay. Raise your hands. I need to see. I don't know what happened to my okay. camera. It went out, but yeah. I got kids. Who, who, who has kids? Tremaine. Have, He's my child. Don't I have count. three. I have three. came out of your but JJ or you adopted or something. Not four legged animals. <laughs> no, my, 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 you can kennel them when any. you go with your passport on vacation. If you got one. So are, are are um so the people who have children, are you looking for someone who has kids as well, or does it matter, or would you prefer someone not to have children, or you know? I prefer somebody who has children, and I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, most men that don't have children are very selfish with their time. Most. Men. Um, they don't like the fact that they have to divide their time between you. You have to divide your time between you and your children. They don't understand the concept of being a single parent. Um, their philosophy on parenting is a little based off of their upbringing. And a lot of times that's not always right. You know, um, so I feel like either he has to have at least one child or he has to have had experience parenting because he would understand the, the concept of what it is to take as far as Because, see, uh, being single and being with no children versus being single and with children is a totally different lifestyle. I just can't up and go and say, hey, I want to go out of town and do this without thinking about my children first. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, changes or things that you do affect your children. I don't care what you do. It affects your children. So a man that's receptive to that. And he knows those things. He's more he's more more sensitive, more open, and more understanding versus a man without kids. Hmm. What about a guy? What about the guys who have five kids and don't pay any attention to their kids? Like that's not. Man, you, they're not you automatically some super rich dad because they have kids. First of all, if they have children. My question is, what is your relationship with your children? Do you see your children? Are you a full? You know what really turns me on? Single dads. I love single dads. Single dads who don't have to take care, take care of their kids full time. Ooh, give me a single dad. I, I was dating this one guy. He was a single dad. And he actually had a daughter. Ooh, boy, listen. I, Honey. I'm a zombie. Well, on that note, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a uh, single father. I have three, three children, a daughter, and two sons. Uh, for me... <laughs> It's actually whether she wants children or not, because again, I'm 45. My youngest is 15, so in three years, I'm out of there. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking, you know, if she wants children, that that might be a deal breaker, just because I don't know if I want to start over. Team no children. 
You're not just team no children. You're a team. You're team. Uh, you're team. I got you. I got you. I got you. Four-legged children. Your your team don't want children as well, right? See, that'll work. That'll work. That'll work. A couple of things when it comes to children. Now, I love kids. I, my background is juvenile detention. I spend countless years working in the nursery, clutching people's babies up against my bosom. But no, I don't want any. Mm. So, I like to walk around the house without a bra and other things. I'm, so yeah, no, thank you. I'm gonna steal shoot the club up though. So here's my thing. I, mm-hmm. no. I said I'm gonna steal shoot the club up. No, <laughs> <laughs> I have children, but I think in this day and age, being 36 and look, you know, in this this dating era, you're not gonna find many men who don't have children, and I think that's just something mm-hmm. that comes with being older. And I love children, so I'm here for the kids. And that's different. I mean, you 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 have to consider, but everybody has their thing. Yeah. Some people don't want to enter a relationship with someone who has kids, and that's yeah. someone's preference. I mean, it's not right. Yeah. No, no, no. For you, I get you, but there's a lot of people like that that were like, "Oh, I ain't gonna talk to him because he has kids," or "I'm not gonna talk to him because he he doesn't have." And it's like at the end of the day, we sometimes limit ourselves by saying that, um, yeah. because and we said this on the last show, what you're looking for. You know, you're you're passing up a good guy or a good girl because you don't like the package they come in. Mm. And it's sometimes you got to be audacious enough to unwrap that package because it's probably essentially dope, but you got this preference. Right? I preference. mean, oh, I will date a man that doesn't have children. I prefer a man that has children. But I really and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying there are a lot of women and men who are single because they pass up other things that are inherently good yeah, because, yeah. oh, that's not that's not my preference. That's right. not my preference. Well, your, your preference is going to be your ass is going to be single, okay? Mm. Like passports. <laughs> passports, exactly. The, okay, the last... This is what it is. The last, I, I, <laughs> hey, I, 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 I ain't mad at that. I'm just picking with you. That's what I'm, I'm just picking I, here for. Yeah, I, I ain't mad at it. But, uh, okay, so the, the, the last thing I want to get into before we say goodbye is... Um, how much does uh, the family and friends of a potential person that you might hook up with matter to you? What I mean by that is, uh, do you guys look at, okay, who does he or she hang out with? What kind of people they are? Um, is the mama is kind of acting, is kind of weird, daddies, whatever. Like, does that matter to you? Or do you solely focus on that person and not really put a lot of um, a pro- emphasis on their circle? No, that's that's important. Their circle is important. Their family is important. And also, it, I mean, it matters in di- different ways because how close are they to their family? Yeah. A prime example is when I was with my daughter's father, um, he was very close to his family. And I don't have a very big family. I, you know, I was, I've been on my own since I was 17 years old. So, like, I've been basically neglected. So I, I've been around my just myself. And so when I got in a relationship with him, he was really close to his family. His family was over my house every day. She had about four or five kids. They used to be over my house. I loved him and I loved our relationship, but I just could not sustain the bond that he had with his family because his family was always in our space. And, you know, some families are really close like that. They could be over each other's house every day, walking in and out their house, laying around, they eat together. You got to understand exactly what type of family background he has, because that also reflects on what type of relationship you're going to have with that man, you know, what type of family background he has. So that's extremely important. Mm. What uh, what about you, Narcisse? Um, I think that's 
the family and the friends is important, but I wouldn't necessarily hold, like I did say for me, that's important because I am a family oriented um, lady, but at the end of the day, you're marrying that person. So sometimes their family may not be a true representation of who that individual is. The family may have some issues or may or may not have some issues and the person have issues, vice versa. But, you know, it is an indication essentially of how it could go or how it could not go, you know, um, and the friends as well. The friends is important because it's who they have in their, in their circle. So if, like, you know, I agree with her, I'm not going to be with someone who's doing drugs. If your friends are doing drugs, then you're saying you're not. I mean, obviously, they're, that looks a little twisted to me because if this is your best friend and he's out here doing drugs, you know what I mean? Unless I can see that you have influenced him or that he's stopping or he's changing his ways and that's a difference. Um, but, you know, your friends kind of indicate a lot about who an individual is. But also if you're dating somebody and they are very vulnerable to their friends or very vulnerable to their families. Like there was this one guy that I was dating where he was vulnerable to his family. Like he was a great guy. He stayed out of trouble. He had his head focused, but his family stayed in a lot of trouble. He always was that one family member that was the rescuer. Hmm. You know, those problems poured over into his life because he was always rescuing a family member. Just now imagine being in a relationship with that man and y'all are doing things together and all his problems with his family is rolling over into y'all Y'all universe. So, yeah, and it has to be just all overall. If a person knows that they're coming into a situation that they they have to take care of their family or they are the family's provider, they have to know and they have to tell that person that they're in relationship with immediately, like, this is where I'm at with my stage of my family. If you're willing to come with me for the long haul, then let's do it. If not, then so be it. But that you know, those are situations that happen. So Finn, you don't like you said you don't like ratchet women, right? Right. So what if uh, the girl you're dating, all of her homegirls are ratchet? I was I was getting to that. I tend to give you a pass for family because you can't choose family. You know we're stuck with them. But if all your friends are hoes, well, <laughs> look at you. I'm just saying. You know, so yeah, I tend to think birds of a feather. Birds of a feather flock together. So yeah, I, 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 unfortunately, I probably would judge you about the people you associate with. That ain't necessarily true, man. Come on, not, not, <laughs> nothing, nothing is always true. But I'm just saying, I mean, what do you have in common? If they're out doing that type of shit every day or doing crazy little stuff, then most likely you're doing the same things too, you know? Yeah. You know, one of the biggest arguments we had on this show, I think Finn might have been there for it, was we did a whole show about your circle. And um, a question was posed, like, uh, the person you date, what if the person you date uh, was like a grand ra- grand dragon of the Ku Klux Klan or something like that, or or your friend was or something like that? Should you be judged no. on it? And uh, I don't know if you remember that one, that show. It, it got Sounds really weird. heated that that whole uh, that whole thing. So you know that idea of you're a reflection of the people you hang out with. Well, if she's hanging with uh, the Ku Klux Klan and she's probably white, and you about to get <laughs> by these by these three black women on this panel. So I'm, uh, I'm I can give you an example, Kente, right? Uh, uh, a chick that I'm talking to right now, um, she just moved out on her own, right? I'm really young, right? So she just moved out from her parents' house. All her friends are still in that, still at that stage where they're still living with their parents and they're still going to the club and they're still doing this and they're, and they're, they're still doing like little kid stuff, right? Well, there's an age thing. 
there is an age thing. I'm 45, so I'm, if, some, if she's 45, just moving out, moving out from her parents, that's already that's a red flag. Yeah. How old is she? I'm saying that. I understand. I'm saying this kind of slides with age is what I'm saying. So I understand your perspective. So, but but all of her friends are still. I don't. I want to say out. They still out there. They're hoes. You can say it on the show. They're hoes. I don't want to be disrespectful, (laughs) but they they could be classified (laughs) as that. But she's completely different from that. But literally, I know stories and. And seeing things with the whole entire group, it's like four of them, the whole entire group. Am I wrong for? Or am, would I be wrong if I judge her and said, "Well, you're just like everyone else"? Well, no, no. But like I said, I think it's an age thing. At that age, you're still finding yourself, and and yeah. and you know what I mean. So whole phase. We had someone say their twenties was wild, so that's a little different. Like I said again, I think it just slides because I'm 45, so. Um, I tend to think that at that age, you've already established what who you are. So, so Brooklyn, a guy comes to you, and he, I really like this girl. Her name is Betty. She seems to be awesome, but I'm a little worried because all of Betty's homegirls are, you know. Betty sounds like a cougar. That's what I was like. First of all, why her name is uh, That's a real old name. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, uh, she might be named after her. Felicia. Mom. There you go, Felicia. So, so Brooklyn, he's coming to you because you're an expert. He's like, I think she's cool. She seems like there's no red. I don't see any red flags with her, but all her homegirls though got all kind of red flags. What, what would you tell this guy? I mean, we're all judged by the company we keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, there, there are. The stripper with a heart of gold is a Hollywood trope, but it's not its not necessarily what you can depend on to be uh, a person you want. I mean, you can be a great person and be a stripper. Mm-hmm. You can be a great person and be a hoe. That's the per- that's the uh, that's the purpose of the whole slut walk thing. Like you're free to do what you want to do with your own body. However, comma if someone is looking to be in a committed relationship with this woman and all, and he can find her friends everywhere and she's always with them you know you're going to be you're just going to be guilty by association and if he's the kind of person that's coming to me with something like that then that's already a pain body for him that's going to bother him like to me trust is binary right mm. i i meet you i'm with you i trust you and that's a feeling i can't guarantee you're not doing anything but the feeling is is there or it's not you mm. see what i'm saying right and someone like that is going to be bothered by what her friends do and and where she, what she participates in with her friends so I mean, I, I want to say she too, doesn't man, have to be doing dirt for you not to trust her. Mm. Um, personal experience: I'm, I was also married and now divorced. Um, I have a really good friend, I and mean, we're—I mean, we grew up together. And you know, my second or third year of marriage, he was still being a hoe, and I had to kind of distance myself from him because I, by that same token, my wife knew him and knew what he was like, and I didn't want to be—I didn't want that light to shine on me. So I—I I mean, I didn't like just cut him off completely, 
but all the hanging and, and, and all that I had to kind of step away from because I felt the same way, you know, this guy, you, he's a known hoe and we going out to the club. What are you thinking about me? Now, of course, when I got divorced, I was like, where the party at? But you know, when we were married, you know, when I was married, yeah. I had to so, kind of. So you know, is, is, be, is being a, is being a hoe contagious? Is that what you said? <laughs> you can. Well, you know, I, I, I was about my twenty. Do what they think is best for their their marriage, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. And but that's that's just that's that's exactly how it is. And that's why people. That's why some friendship relationships break up in that way. You know, like half of your friends are married, the other half are not, or you know, some people are totally single and they want to do their thing. And other spouses and whatnot are, you know, they might be cool with it a few times. But if you're if you're married and you're going out with your single homeboy every exactly. single weekend, exactly. nobody's gonna like that. This is not realistic. Ironically enough, now he's married and I'm single. So how does that work? Hilarious, out? hilarious. Uh, okay, you gotta keep that same energy. You gotta tell him. You gotta keep that same energy. <laughs> I'm not a hoe though, but but I know what you're saying though. All right. So la- the last thing I want to get in before we say goodbye, and I'm gonna put this to my lovely co-host Shannon um, is you ever heard this thing about and I've experienced this you probably experienced this as well is that when you are in a relationship right you let's say you've been single for a while but now you're in a relationship it just seems like you become more popular with the opposite sex and no it's a fact right all it's fact. A fact it's like the pheromones kick in mm-hmm. but it's it's always about what you you want, what you can't have. Somebody else has them, and now you want them. I think women are attracted to dudes because then they like, oh, he must have something going on. Nah, because I don't want you if you got a woman. I don't want you if you're married. Well, sometimes too, you know. Again, sometimes men tend to step the game up more if they got someone. You know, they tend to do more things. You know, people are more attractive. Well, the it's it's a biological thing. You know, Miss mm-hmm. Madam, you. I hear oh, what you're saying. You. But it's it's literally a biological thing that, um, you know, it's a value it's a value thing, right? As a man, and this is this is you get you get in trouble when you tell people what they do. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell people what they do. I, As a man, I see, see a woman. I knew a, I knew question. a guy. I I, I knew a, I, I heard this I heard this story once about a guy who bought a wedding ring and would would go places and lie about the wife and the kids that he doesn't have and he would actually he would he would this the way he got out of um important dates like Valentine's Day and stuff cuz he he would lie and say he had to be with the wife and kids on those days and uh I always thought that was just such a crazy story but you started to say something Shannon No I was just saying Shannon Shannon and Shannon answered the question you asked me so Mm-hmm. New, next question. Oh, no, no, that was it. That was it, Shannon. All what right. I'm, what I was saying is that when, you know, men are attracted to a woman, we look and she looks like a woman we like. And we like that, right? But men have to meet a much higher standard. You look, I look, I'm, I'm looking at Narcissa and she looks good to me. And that's it. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Yes, okay, and she looks good to me, and that's it. But women are not like that. There, we have to have. There's the perception of value, and there's a bunch. The the list is always long as hell, right? There's a bunch of criteria we have to meet. Now, yeah, you can look at The Rock 
or Omari uh, or something and be like, that's a good looking dude. But there's a criteria. When you're, when you're talking about a dude you want to deal with, there's a list of things that you have to meet. And the way you find out, the way you find out if, if that list is checked off is a lot of it is social proof, right? Because even men and women, you ever see somebody look great to you and they open their mouth and either their accent or the squeaky voice or something and you're like, oh, you better that's freak. not what I thought it was going to be. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's more of, there, there are just more things. And when you see a man, when you see that another person, he doesn't have to be married because women don't always want to deal with a married dude. Amen. when you see that somebody notices the value in someone, it's social proof. It is already proven that this person is of value. I mean, that's, that's, that's the saying. whole thing behind celebrities in America. Mm -hmm. I see what you know, you're saying. Like value in someone that's, that's wanted or valued for something that they're doing or saying. It's like confirmation that that person is old. That person is this. Oh, okay. So right. it's like going to the store and you see in the testers of cologne and you spray it to confirm that, oh, this does smell good on me. So I see what you're saying. Right. You want, you well, want the like, cologne. You don't want to eat at an empty restaurant. I mean, exactly. nobody's sitting in right. there at all. You're like, what's wrong with this place? That's dope. I like that. And you, you, right. you got to take a chance because there have been art. Let's go. Let's talk about music. There have been artists that you know, you the first person that thought of them and like, oh, I heard this song is dope. And people are like, well, who's that? And then they blow up and get hot. And you're like, where you been at? Yeah. <laughs> and like, people are in fear of getting hurt. People are in fear of taking sacrificing. So they don't take chances because they're in fear. So like what Brooklyn said, the confirmation of knowing that that person is worthy of meeting those requirements that they're seeking, you know, but actually I don't agree with going after anybody that got somebody because I don't want you. If you're married, I don't want you. If you got a woman, I don't want you. You know what I'm saying? Because you got somebody. You know, I want somebody that wants me that ain't got nobody. It's much more basic than that, Miss Madam. It's much more basic than that. We said this in the last podcast. People who, and I'm going to use the phrase nice guy and nice girl. The nice guys who say they're looking for X, Y, and Z and the nice girls who are saying they look, we're not meeting each other because it's not happening. I don't know about y'all. And we had this conversation on the podcast. The guys were like, well, where are y'all at? We I think we are meeting each other, but I think our shallowness is what blinds us from meeting each other. The I've, been here for, I've been here for almost two years and like, it's just probably where I live. But no, I'm not meeting them. Sorry. Brooklyn, like Brooklyn said, the list. The list is, is a is a, is a wedge. It's I not even about either. the list. It's not even for me. Like I said, for me, it's about the opening conversation. Let's have a conversation. Can you stimulate my mind? I don't care what's in your bank account at the moment. I don't care what your job is at the moment. I want to get to know who you are. What are your vulnerabilities? What makes you right. tick? What are you passionate about? Right. The conversation is what's going to keep me to come exactly. back to you. Exactly. And now, I agree with you. Listen, that. You have to enter into a conversation with somebody with no expectations. I shouldn't be putting my last name and your last name together just because we just met. That's out of control. Right. I need to, to know like who you, you are. What you said is the conversation for someone else and maybe the connection. But again, when it comes back to you saying, or just in general, the saying of where, where are we meeting these people, I feel like it has to do with your aura. I mean, I don't, I don't say this lightly, but I feel like 
I, again, there was a time that I looked, but I've never felt like myself as a looker. You know what I mean? And I think naturally my energy, my personality, I do attract gentlemen. But I mean, just because I attract someone, I ain't gonna be able to date them. Right. But you know, I think it's also, and people always, guys always just look at like, I don't know, I'm not doing it on purpose. You know, I mean, it's your aura. What are you bringing? Are you, are, do you have that life that's like, okay, I'm approachable? Or do you have that, that cold, you know, rest and be based. Like, is, are you, you always got to But what you're attracted to and what you attract may be two totally different things. Exactly. I mean, because I have for my job and I get the guys that be like, pss, pss, pss. and I'm like, you only needed to do that once, bruh. Yeah. I heard you the first time. But you know what I said? I guess because I live here now in Charleston. In Brooklyn, New York, that, that's the thing. Up north, Dudes out here, they don't do that. But like, I don't need to do that once. I, I turned and smiled at you the first time. Yeah, you other know. But again, my whole point is just like your aura. Like, what is your aura? Like, Absolutely. You Absolutely. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, though, Shannon. You got to feed my intellect in order for me to be intrigued by you. you Absolutely. Know for me, that is the connection. The conversation yeah. becomes the connection. Like, but, but how you know this guy that was saying piss? Piss, piss, whatever he's saying. Like four times. <laughs> How you know that, that pissy nigga is not? I've never seen. I've never met anyone who could not make that noise. Can I just put out there that I've been drinking tequila the entire hour? <laughs> so, this uh, episode is brought to you by tequila. What is you, boo? <laughs> oh, on th- on that note, I want to thank this panel. You guys were awesome. You guys were you guys were really good, and uh, I want to uh, once again um, thank the audience. Um, just uh, before a programming note, I'll do it before we say goodbye to everybody individually. Um, next week we'll be back with an all new episode, uh, and this one we're going to do our moral dilemma uh, show where we'll have a bunch of moral dilemmas and. Hmm? I thought it was alternative sex lifestyles. No, like, actually, that one I have. Uh, that one is a couple of uh, episodes later. But um, no, uh, it's actually our moral dilemmas uh, show. We're gonna do that one um, uh, next week, and uh, so uh, I haven't have it fully booked. So I, we are looking for men and women to participate in that conversation. It should be a good one. Um, also. Um, uh, like I said, we're gonna we're we're getting up to our hundredth episode, so we're really excited about that. So we're gonna do something real special for that. All right, so let's start off. We start off with the ladies. I'm gonna start off with you, Miss Madam. Once again, tell us how we can get you in social media, and tell us uh, if you have websites or anything we need to be on the lookout concerning you. Instagram, Miss um, Madam Main. Twitter, Miss Madam Main. Um, so Miss Madam Main for all platforms. You can find me. I'm always on Facebook. Occasionally, you might see me on there, you know, spitting some little, you know, quotes here and there. But um, yeah, just inbox me, you know, Facebook, you know, Twitter, Instagram, mainly Facebook. You know what I'm saying? And you're a writer as well, right? You write for a magazine? I do. I would write for Joe Magazine. Um, I actually haven't been with them as much because I I do I I wear many 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 hats. Like mm-hmm. I do a lot of different stuff. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do a little journalism too. So all right, all right, all right. Well, thank thank you so much for coming on. I really thank appreciate you for having it. me. It was nice meeting everybody. And, all right, all right, all right. So Narcissa, 
how can we get you in social media? Um, tell us about your blog as well as what should we be on the lookout for you? From you. Um, you can be on the lookout for me upcoming next, doing more speaking events and getting ready to launch to write my book um, as well as you can find me at www.narcisa, N-A-R-C-I-S-A, Mara, M-A-U-R-A dot com. That's my, my blog address. And then I'm on Instagram, Narcisa M O eight, and I'm on Facebook, YouTube, I'm on all the medias <laughs> um, as Narcisa Mora. Um, you know, just blogging, creating, continuing to build my brand, um, and just speaking as much as I can, just sharing my light, dancing. Um, one of those multi-talented peoples, but mainly focusing on building my blog and my brand. And uh, getting more men, getting more men to go back to church. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I don't know about that. But <laughs> <laughs> you know. you got to get a passport first. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Lord, Brooklyn, how can we get you in social media? What should we be on the lookout for? And um, do you have anything special that uh, you want to promote? Talking to me? Yeah, Brooklyn. Oh, talking okay. to you, beer game. <laughs> you can find me um, on Facebook at Brooklyn Taylor. You can find me on Instagram at King underscore underscore Brooklyn. And you can find me on Twitter at Brooklyn PCB. All right. Um, I'm I'm in the middle of working on my book, so I should be done. Um, procrastinators unite tomorrow, but I should be done <laughs> by the end of the year. I All right. You don't win things, Brooklyn. And I I will be okay, one of the. Brooklyn, we gonna we're gonna telepathically touch hands. You're gonna do it, okay? Well, and I, I will be one of the first people to buy one of your books. So I, I always love to support. Love, so family. any anybody who has a book, anyone who has a book, I will uh, I will buy a copy at least at least Better. one. So All right. so let me know if you have a book. I will buy it, and I will make sure uh, that I make everyone else understand that we got to support each other. So, Amen. So, um, all right. So, uh, now, Aaron, how can we get you in social media? Uh, no, you have a book coming out pretty uh, pretty soon as well. And uh, yeah. so, uh, what you got going on, man? Well, you could definitely... Um, I just finished the manuscript, so another couple months... The book is definitely going to be out, but you can contact me or just reach me. Don't contact me. Reach me at Mr. Wake Up Better um, on all social media. Yeah, because I keep saying that and then people keep messaging me and messaging me and it's getting like out of control. So I'm I got to stop saying I'm going to come to your um, Duncan. It ain't little. Sorry. We're about uh, 500 <laughs> square feet. It ain't little. See, you heard wrong. I said, I'm going to just come to your Duncan. Little never you came out of my mouth. No, I did not. Don't put words <laughs> in my mouth, sweetheart. But I'm sorry. All right. But you can reach no, me. No, and if you really want to come to address 333 North Avenue East, Cranford, New Jersey, definitely come. I might give you a free donut or two. I'm 
I'm just coming to support. I'm gonna I'm 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 do a I'm gonna do a live show from uh, from his uh, Duncan. <laughs> I want to say though, can everybody like email me though all their information because I've been drinking and I am not going to remember any of it. <laughs> yeah, so, well, my email is my email is Madam Maine at beneath the concrete duh, that's D A like ghetto like duh beneath the concrete dot com. Thank you. I just want to put that out there because you I have come to the messenger in our yeah. in our Mars and Venus messenger. You'll get our information that way. Please, because I'm handicapped right now and it's okay. not. <laughs> All right. So, so Shannon, uh, oh uh, oh yeah, uh, Finn. I guess had to leave. Uh, big big shout out to Finn. Um, so uh, I'm Shannon. How can people get you in social media? Tell us about your books and what should we be on the lookout for coming up? So I mean. Soon. Everything is pretty simple for me. Um, Shannon Ford, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. I am the only Shannon Ford Jefferson in the world, so you will not have a problem finding who me. Yep. And books, Amazon.com. I currently have five poetry books out. Do it. And oh, yeah, Danny, one. You have five books of poetry out? Yeah. Yes, sir. Amazing. Will the sixth book be about the real definition of being single? No, the sixth book is my favorite. Dismantling Daddy Dysfunctions and All the Men I Love After Him. You need to write a book about how to get a passport because you sound like you got it together. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm not ever leaving that alone, Aaron. Never. I, I can tell. Oh, I you don't because I'm not either. I'm not leaving it alone never, either. Never leaving it alone, okay? It's never. a good, it's a good, um, Hurt my feelings. It's a good litmus test. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, you can contact Finn uh, at uh, Christian Wren or Infinite Goodnight on Facebook. You can uh, get me at Kente F on uh, Twitter. You can go to our website, IndyRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. As well as, um, you know, next week we'll be back for our new episode. Once again, it's going to be Moral Dilemmas. And uh, we have a, a, a lot of really good shows coming up. We have Moral Dilemmas. We have uh, long-distance relationships, alternative sex lifestyles, and we're going to do an all-male and female show. And then uh, we're going to do one about virtual dating, uh, hooking up in a virtual platform, uh, the, the sequel to that one. So, uh, and so we have a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, thank you so much for everybody listening as well as the, the participants in the panel. You guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you, beautiful people. Yeah, it's great panel. Hi, I'm a Southern California Honda person, and recently we've been doing random acts of helpfulness, like replacing a family's stolen camera, providing an urban farm in L.A. with a much-needed wood chipper, and donating supplies to volunteers who help kids in need. And we can help you, too, with a great deal on a reliable, award-winning Honda, like the Accord, the 2018 North American Car of the Year. Click the Dealer Locator link to find a dealer near you, and go to SoCalHondaDealers.com to suggest a random act of helpfulness for someone you know.